Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Mystery is my hobby. Ladies and gentlemen, Barton Drake speaking. For tonight's drama, I select a case history number 116 from my book, Mystery is My Hobby. I call it Death is a Twin. This is the place, Riley. You wait out here. I'm going in. Okay, Chief. And better try again. Come in. Come in. The door's unlocked. I'll call you if I need you, Riley. In here, in the living room. Be right there. You're the police? I phoned for the police. Inspector Noah Danton. You're Susan Waterstone? Yes. Okay. Yes, Inspector. I... Okay, Miss Susan. What's this all about? It's my sister, Claire. Something's happened to her. I know it. Oh? What? She went into the library about 10 o'clock this morning with George Gale, our attorney. Told me if I needed anything to call out. I'm I'm a cripple, you see. Yes, I see the wheelchair. A spine injury. I'm unable to walk a step. Claire does everything for me. If anything's happened to her, what would become of me? No, no, no. Just calm yourself. Maybe nothing's happened to her. But it has. I've been calling for her for the past half hour. She won't answer. Why didn't you wheel yourself into the library and see what was the matter? But I did wheel myself to the door. The door is locked. From the inside? I'm afraid so. I, I can't see through the keyhole. Well, guess I better take a look. Oh, wheel me along, will you, please? I want to see. Which yeah, one? yeah, sure. Which one? This door right here. Hmm, locked all right. Yep, keys in the lock on the inside. It's Wonderstone. It's Wonderstone. 
Anything the matter? Oh, something's happened. I know it. Yeah, I guess I'll have to break in the door. Oh, no, please don't. That's such a beautiful old door. If you had to break anything, why not a window? Okay, it doesn't make much difference. I'll get Riley to do it. Hey, Riley, try and get in one of the library windows. They're all locked. Break one. Okay, Chief. Riley will be in the jiffy. Oh, what do I do? What do I do? Oh, maybe she just had a fainting spell. Guess the windows must have been locked. Holy cow. She was. She's dead. Claire dead. Oh, no. No! Mike Fat, Barton Drake's Chinese houseboy, carefully twirled a bottle of rare old vintage in the ice bucket and carefully adjusted a spotless napkin around the top. Carefully, he set just the right glass on each stand beside the two easy chairs and then, just as carefully, placed a carpet tack point upwards in the chair where the good Inspector Danton would soon be planting his very ample frame. Mike Fat loved the good inspector, but he also loved his little joke better. Mike, you up for something? Oh, no. Just putting out very cooling refreshment. All right, if you sound rather suspicious. Okay, have dinner ready. Inspector's always hungry, you know. Oh, yes, Mr. Drake. Dinner ready? Good. Oh, Inspector here now, I think. I go. I'll be out for a minute. Well, evening, Mike. Thousand welcome, Mr. Inspector, to the abode of Mr. Drake. Also of humble Mike Fat. Please to wait up. Oh, thanks. Where's Mark? Dinner ready? Mr. Drake enjoying pleasure of admiring new hand-painted necktie in the mirror. Uh-huh. <laughs> please sit down. Yeah, yeah, sure. Oh, no, no, no. This is the chair, please. Huh? What's the matter with this one? Oh, that Mr. Drake's chair, please. Oh? I think I'll stand for a while. I'm tired of sitting. Oh, no, no. Better sit. Old Chinese proverbs say, quote, Man who sits in friend's house is friend of long standing, unquote. <laughs> All right, I... Oh, oh something the matter? Inspector, was that you yelling? I sat on something. Oh, yes, in one moment. Oh, huh. only carpet tack. Mike, did what you... What are you saying? Uh, carpet uh-huh. tack should be in carpet. Excuse me, please. I get emergency blinding. That conniving, scheming, celestial heathen, I had to take him and... Uh, Inspector, wasn't accused without proper evidence, you know. Evidence? Oh, the carpet tag. I'll bet you Mike didn't leave a single clue. Well, I'm... Sit down, Inspector. I'll have Mike for your drink. I'll take mine standing up, thank you. <laughs> have it your own way. Oh, here, lead flossy bandage. Yeah, well, you can take it right back where you got it. For the Inspector drink, will you, Mike? Not on your life. I'll pour my own. <laughs> All the Chinese proverbs say, he who drinks from white bottle... Get red nose. Well, you get that. <laughs> get out of here. Oh, yeah. Oh, like you. You can sit down safely now, Inspector, I'm sure. Well, okay. Play yourself some wine. Okay. Pour mine, too. I'll trust you. Well, Inspector, have a hard day? No, nothing interesting. A few robberies, hit and run driver, wife beat up her husband, and uh, a suicide. So, well, suicides are always interesting. Always some very tragic reason that makes a man take the matter of his life into his own hands. Mm, nothing odd about this one. Just plain open and shut case. No, yeah, who was it? Gal by the name of Claire Waterstone. How did you do it? Poison. Glass of milk. Uh, look, Bart, how about dinner? Fingerprint? Sure. Dead girls on the glass. What did it happen? In the library. Sat there reading a book. Drank a poison milk. Just as calm as you please. And dropped over dead. 
Reading a book, huh? Now look, Bart. Don't start getting any ideas. This was suicide, plain and simple. Why, even all the doors and windows were locked on the inside. We had to bust a window in order to get in. And the only other person in the house was a crippled sister who couldn't walk two steps if the house was on fire. Now, come on, let's eat. Reading a book. Hmm. What uh, book was it, Inspector? Mm-hmm. If there's any satisfaction to you, it was one of yours. Huh? The first edition of Mystery is My Hobby. <laughs> what do you know? Now, will you tell that Chinese boy to start serving the food? Uh, uh, we'll have to wait, Inspector. Huh? If that girl was reading my book when she died, I feel duty-bound to look into this case. But it was suicide. I solved the case myself. Yeah, so it would seem. But anyway, get your hat and coat. We're calling on the remaining Miss Waterstone. Come along, Inspector. Oh, but I'm hungry. <laughs> And now, back to Glenn Langan for the second act of... Mystery is my hobby. Waterstone. Waterstone. Hmm. Another name strikes a familiar note somewhere, Inspector. Sure, you remember old man Waterstone who made a killing during the First World War? All kinds of publicity. War, profiteer, and all that stuff. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, the newspapers made it so unpleasant for him that he retired. He's been living on his millions ever since. Then he's still alive? No, he kicked off about five years ago. What about his money? Left in trust equally to his two daughters, Susan, the crippled girl, and Miss Claire, the one who committed suicide. Hmm. The mother died when the twins were born. Twins? Sure, Susan and Claire. They were twins. Oh, I see. Uh, We'll pull in here. This is the place. Seems there's another visitor. Huh? That chap just going in the door. You know who he is, Inspector? Mm, no, can't say I do. Well, we'll soon be finding out. Uh, Miss Waterstone isn't at home, gentlemen. Just a minute, you. We're the police. Police? Oh, well, that's different. Come right in. Thanks. I, uh, thought this matter had all been settled. It has. Well, then what... This is, uh, just a final checkup, Mr., uh, Mr.... I'm George Gale, Miss Waterstone's attorney. How do you do? I'm Barton Drake. This is Inspector Noah Denton. How do you do? How do you do? George? George, is that you? Uh, yes, Susan. Is that someone with you? Yes, Susan, the, uh, police. And a Mr. Barton Drake. Well, bring him on in. Uh, follow me, gentlemen, please. Miss Susan is confined to a wheelchair, you know, Mr. Drake. Yes, I've been told. I didn't expect you back, Inspector. I thought this matter was all settled when they took my poor sister's body away. It is settled. It's just that Bart... Uh, Miss uh, Waterstone, I'm Barton Drake. I uh, knew of your father. Oh? Barton Drake, the, the writer? Yes. Susan is very fond of your books, Mr. Drake, so... Yes, indeed. Being confined as I am, I find reading a great relaxation, and I'm particularly fond of mystery stories. I'm very flattered, Miss Waterstone. Would you gentlemen care to join me in a cup of tea? I have some here, all nice and hot. I would. I'm oh, hungry. Miss <laughs> Waterstone, I'd like to ask you a few questions, if you don't mind. I know this must be a very painful subject to you, but... Well, it's uh... all right, Mr. Drake. I'm only too glad to have someone to talk to. Thank you. Now, Miss Waterstone, do you know of any possible reason why your sister Claire should commit suicide? Why, I... I can I... give you a very good reason, Jeff, Mr. Gale. Claire lost all her money. Oh? All that money her father left her? Yes. Claire was a spendthrift. She ran with a fast crowd, Mr. Drake. 
Why, I've seen her lose 10000 over a gambling table in one night. But if you handled a trust fund, why did you let her? The terms of the will allowed me to make a cash settlement when she was 25. I advised her against it, of course, but... Mm-hmm. And she lost it all, eh? Yes, she did. She couldn't take it, I guess, so she took the easy way out. But you still have your share of the money, Miss Waterstone? Oh, yes. I'm able to live very well on the interest of my investment. You see, Mr. Drake, I've... I've taken the precaution never to be a burden to anyone. A very wise move, I'm sure. Uh, Claire didn't think so. She was mad as hops because Susan wouldn't give her half of what she had. Oh, poor Claire. I did take care of her, Mr. Drake. I, I gave her an allowance of $100 a week. I see. Inspector, uh, mm-hmm. I want you to show me around the library. Oh, well, come on. You'll excuse us for a bit, won't you, folks? Yes, indeed. Thank What's you? the matter with you, Bart? I've never seen you act this way before. Yeah. Not just over a plain old suicide. Mr. Yeah. Well, come on in if you come. Oh, just a minute, wait a minute. Did you uh, oil this lock when you were trying to get the door open, Inspector? Well, of course not. Riley opened that door with a key from the inside. Yeah. That's strange. Well, now, where was the body? Slumped over in this chair. And the book, my book? Laying in her lap. Hmm. That's the book for fingerprints? Sure, sure. Who's hers? Oh, what was the glass of milk? Laying on the floor. That spot there was the milk. I see. How do you know the milk contained the poison? We analyzed the spot. Now, are you satisfied? What's that broken window? Where Riley came in. Barnett told you all about this before. Now, what are you trying to... <laughs> Look at here. Huh. They both must have liked mysteries. <laughs> you know, here's a book of mine I'd forgotten I'd ever written. Well, I wish you'd go home and write another. I'm hungry. I want to eat. <laughs> Very well, Inspector. Let's go. You mean... Back to your house and good old Mike Fat's dinner? No, Inspector. Down to the morgue. Good evening, Charlie. Oh, good evening, Mr. Drake. You come down to take a look at my customers. We came down to look at a step. Yes, yes, of course. Come right in, gentlemen. How are you this evening, Inspector? I'm starving to death. Good, good. I had a cadaver that came in this morning to starve to death rather thin. Now, what can I show you? I've got all types. Look, we aren't down here to pick out Miss Corpse of 1947. Oh, we'd like to look at Miss Claire Waterstone, sorry. Claire Waterstone? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'll see if she's in. Thank you. Yes, yes, here she is. Someone to see you, my dear. Beautiful girl, beautiful girl. Of course, Charlie, of course. You're sure this is the right one? Yes, yes, indeed. I have her case history right here. Got it tied to her big toe. Claire Waterstone, poison suicide. Yes, she's the right one, all right. Well, what are you waiting for, Charlie? Just looking at her face. Awful sad. Awful sad. Well, there you are. That judge, Inspector, what a remarkable resemblance. Why not? They were identical twins. Yes, this must have come for us. Well, that's enough. I've seen all I care to. My pleasure. Come on, Inspector, let's go. You mean at last we're going to eat? Hmm, well, maybe. If Miss Susan will make you a cup of tea.
back to Glenn Langan for the third act of... Mystery is my hobby. Well, I hope at last you're satisfied, Bart. Yes, Inspector. I'm satisfied. <laughs> I told you it was suicide all the time. I'm satisfied that it's murder. Uh, murder? Oh, now, by the law. Stop at the Inspector. I want to make a phone call. Phone call? Go home. My stockbroker. Stockbroker? Are you nuts? I don't think so. Well, while you're phoning, I'm going to have a double banana split. chap by the name of George Gale? Yes, that's the one, a lawyer. Yeah, down at the stock exchange, that's right. Yeah. Quite a heavy loser, huh? Thanks, Al, that's just what I wanted to know. Yeah, sure, meet me for lunch tomorrow. All right, bye. And plenty of nuts, Barney. You two already. Yes, Inspector, come along, we've got work to do. But I just ordered it. No, what's the use? I'm coming. Suicide, morgue, murder, stockbroker. <laughs> I give up. You want to solve this case, don't you, Inspector? I've already solved it. All I want to do is eat. Back to the Waterstones, Inspector. Oh, Now, look, Bart, I don't mind going along with a gag, but this time you're going just a little bit too far. You think so, Inspector? You're darn right. This is nothing but an ordinary police job, just plain suicide. That's the way it's marked up in the book town of headquarters, and that's the way it's going to stay. Oh, Inspector, I'm afraid you're in for a big surprise. But it couldn't be anything else. It couldn't be murder. Look, be reasonable, will you? Why couldn't it be murder? Because nobody could walk into that library, give Miss Claire a glass of poison milk, and then walk out and leave all the windows and doors locked on the inside. That's why. Claire just had to lock that door herself. Well, it's been done before. If you've read my book on the case of... And besides that, there weren't anybody else's fingerprints on that glass but Claire. Of course there weren't, Inspector. You wouldn't expect there would be, would you? Oh, no. And now, Miss Susan, just one more little thing, and then we'll go, maybe in peace. Of course, Mr. Drake, what is it? Susan, it seems to me they've been poking around quite enough. Oh, never mind, George. I'm sure Mr. Drake knows what he's doing. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. I'd like to look at your sister's room, if you don't mind. Oh, certainly. Right down the hall. The last door on the left. Thanks. Coming, Inspector? Yeah. Uh, if you don't mind, I won't go with you. My wheel's very Of course. I think this is it. Dark and gloomy. Yeah, isn't it? Now, let's see. What are you looking for? Hmm? Well, just things. Hmm. Not much in here. She wasn't very fancy. No. A little bottle of perfume. Let's look in the closet. Huh? Not much of a wardrobe. Well, you got to remember, Claire lost all her money. Probably sold all her fur coats and stuff. Kind of heavy for dressing gowns and robes. Pretty nice slippers. Probably stuff she had left over from the good old days. Seen enough? Hmm? Oh, yes. Yes, in here. While we're at it, we might as well take a look at Susan's room. Okay. Anything to get you out of here so I can eat. Must have shared the bathroom. Yeah. Well, 
this girl Susan has the best room. Very nice. Want to look in the closet, Doc? No, you look. What I'm trying to find will more likely be in a dresser drawer. She's got plenty of clothes. Evening gowns, four dresses, three fur coats, and about about 50 pairs of shoes. Yes, so I suppose. She has all the money, remember? Isn't that what you said, Inspector? Yeah, I sure did. Uh Uh-uh. Inspector, here it is. Here what is? The key to the whole crime. It's nothing but a knitting needle. Yes, that's right, Inspector. What do you suppose that string is doing tied to the end of it? Is that the way you knit? Is that... Uh, I don't know. I suppose she... What is it doing tied there? Just another fatal mistake our murderer made, Inspector. This knitting needle sews up the whole case. Now I'm able to tell you who our murderer is. And who was murdered. But we know who was murdered... Committed suicide. It was Claire Waterstone. You're sure of it, are you, Inspector? Of course I'm sure. I'm sure... You had to figure it out, Mr. Drake. Hey, Bart, look... Susan Waterstone, she's walking. Your mistake, Inspector, not Susan, but Claire. Then where's Miss Susan? We just left We her... just left Miss Susan Waterstone with Charlie down at the morgue. I would like to know just how you figured this all out. Well, stop me if I'm wrong, but here's the way I think it happened. After you lost your money, Miss Claire, you were forced to depend upon your sister, Susan, for your very existence. In order to get the weekly allowance she gave you, you had to wait on her hand and foot. You're right so far. That had to be pretty tiring after a while. You couldn't see why a crippled girl who was unable to go anywhere should have all that money while you, who were young and healthy, didn't have a dime. So you decided it would be wonderful to change places with your sister and have all that money for yourself. Yeah, but one of them was crippled, why? Susan, why did you get out of the chair? Oh, it's no use, George. Mr. Drake knows everything. Oh, that's too bad. You don't think I'm going to let him tell, do you? Marty's got a gun. Yes, indeed. I wouldn't use it, though, Mr. Gale. No, I don't think I will. After all, Claire is the murderer. <laughs> no, George. You are the murderer. What? Why, I... This morning, when Susan was in the library, you brought her a glass of poisoned milk. You've been careful to hold the glass with a napkin in order not to leave any fingerprints. Susan drank the milk, or at least part of it. And the poison worked immediately. But I thought that... Then, George, you took her out of the wheelchair and dumped her body in an easy chair and placed an open book in her lap, a book that she'd been reading at the time. That was another mistake. People who commit suicide never do it while they're reading books, George. Very clever, aren't you? Not so clever, George. This case was very simple. Then you wheeled out the wheelchair and carefully oiled the lock in the library door. You took this knitting needle in which you had attached this string. You put the needle through the handle of the key... Stretched the string to the floor and under the door so that the end was on the other side, the outside. Then you carefully closed the door, pulled on the string, the needle turned the key and locked the door and then fell to the floor. It was a simple matter to give the string a yank and pull the needle under the door. And you hid it in Miss Claire's dresser drawer. And you had done the supposedly impossible. Locked the door on the inside. How did you guess? I didn't have to guess. I've written up a case just like this one. It was in the book Susan Waterstone was reading, and which, by the way, you also must have read. Well, that's about all. Except that you then forced Miss Claire to assume her sister's identity, didn't you? I hate to do this. It's either you or me. You ready, Inspector? Don't try it. I'm going to shoot you first, Mr. Drake, and then I... No, 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 no. I got it. Uh, Inspector, I felt the wind of that one. I'd save those tears, my dear. You'll need them for your sister's funeral. And now, back to Glenn Langan for the conclusion of... 
mystery is my hobby. Oh, Mr. Inspector, you would uh, like a maybe so happy little wine? Uh, okay, Mike, but no more tricks. Oh, no trick, no, sir. Dinner uh, ready pretty soon, Mike? I'm starving. Yes, sir. Few minutes, sir. Good, good, good. You know, Bart, I can't get over the way that Claire grabbed that gun. I suppose that she was in with George Gale all the time. Yes, she was, Inspector. However, embezzlement and murder are two different things. Clara wouldn't go for murder. Yeah, but how about Susan's murder? Claire really thought that it was suicide, the same as you did. Yep. George sure had me fooled. I don't know how you ever figured out that Claire wasn't Susan. Oh, no, Inspector, I'm surprised at you. That girl at the morgue, didn't you notice her legs? Sure. She had two, just like everybody else. Uh-uh. No, not like everybody else, Inspector. Hers were thin, very thin. Not at all the legs of the girl who used them to walk on. And then, of course, the clues in the bedrooms were unmistakable. Did you honestly believe that Susan, being confined to her wheelchair, would use evening gowns, sport clothes, fur coats, and 50 pair of shoes? Well, I... I don't know. How did you know that George killed her instead of Claire? Well, primarily because of my call to my broker. He said that George Gale had been gambling on the stock exchange with much more money than he could possibly possess. Only, Inspector, it was Susan's money instead of Claire's. Hers was already gone, remember? Gentlemen, dinner is served. <laughs> At last we eat. Just a minute, Inspector. Buttons, Drake speaking. Yes? Yes. Well, yes, indeed. What? What? We'll be right over. You... Come on, Inspector, get your hat. But, Bart, dinner's ready. You I have an eat later, Inspector. You uh, can eat later. Right now, we're going to investigate a very mysterious murder. But, Bart, with me, eating is a very serious business. I know, Inspector, but with me, mystery is my hobby. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.